And I think sometimes people, when they think of self-care, they're they're imagining spending lots of money going to get massages yes. and get manicures and pedicures. And if that is what you enjoy doing, do it. Yes. Plan it out. Budget it out. But self-care can also be, you know what? I'm just going to wake up, have my cup of coffee, sit outside for 10 minutes before I start my day. Yeah. It could be as easy as that. For me, it's waking up and doing like five, 10 minutes of meditation. You don't need to be lying there for hours. Yeah. It can just be whatever time you have. Hi, and welcome to Beyond Empty Nest. I'm your host, Jody Silverman, speaker, mentor, and chief dare officer at Moms Who Dare. Every Thursday, I'll share stories of midlife transformation, happiness tips, and dare you to see the opportunities waiting for you so that you can make this next chapter even better than the last. If you're ready to dare, I'm ready to dare with you. Let's get into today's episode. Are you stuck in the what was of your life? Do you tell yourself it's too late for that? It's too late to learn something new, believing that ship has sailed? Well, that type of thinking, my friends, ends today. Yes, empty nest in midlife is full of what wases and endings. And yet, if you want, there are always new beginnings and opportunities waiting. And my guest today is going to share with you her five-step framework toward painting your path so you can discover those possibilities and new beginnings for yourself, making this next chapter one of fulfillment and fun. And I'm so excited. So Clarissa is in the house. Is it, you know, I don't want to pronounce it Castillo or Castillo? Castillo. Castillo. Clarissa Castillo Ramsey. I should have known that. I just should have myself. <laughs> Is in the Zoom room for Beyond Empty Nest. Clarissa, welcome. Oh, Jody, thank you so much for having me. I can't wait to dive in. Yeah, I'm excited. Fun fact, you know, Clarissa has her own podcast called Painting Your Painting Your Path Podcast. Boy, I gotta like adjust my teeth today or something with this speaking. <laughs> but this is this is what happens when when you have live interviews. So, but you have your own podcast and I'm going to let you share a little bit about, you know, how painting your path came to be your path for yourself. But I love how you describe yourself, that you describe your coaching and teaching style as the intersection of leadership development, creativity, and wellness. I love that. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks, Jody. And you know, I have been on this planet for 50 years, so I'm going to give the very short version okay. of how I got here. So here's what I know about myself. I have always had two loves in my life, art and a love for helping people. And I knew that at a young age was told by my mom, you know what? Maybe art is not really a great job to have because you're going to be rich and famous after you're, you're dead, like Pablo Picasso. <laughs> so she was like, maybe you should pick something else. And so art has always been there, but it it has it ebbs and flows in my life. And now in this chapter of my life, I am fully embracing the artist self. The other, the other piece to me that I want to share is that I've just always had a love 
for supporting others, helping others. It was what I did in my last career. My dream job was in leadership development, team right. development. And so it's really those two things that I have done in my life. And it has been a series of pivots, you guys, of trying this. Oh, this was fun for a bit. Now it's time to move. And all of those experiences from the past decades have helped me get to where I am today. And, and, that's, and that's a story of so many of us in this chapter of life. And as you go through life, it is, it's my mentor, my dare mentor, Luann Kahn, who gave me the word daring. She named it for me. I had not known what it was I felt like I had been doing when I was sitting in this audience listening to her. And daring is really my, is Luann's word. And I adopted it with her blessings. It's my fun way of saying what you just said. Like, we try things. Yes. And some of them are great in the moment. And then, okay, now it's time for something else. And it's, well, you try something and eh, wasn't as great as I thought it would be. So I'm going to try this. And it's allowing ourselves this space to not look at it as that it didn't work out because it failed or, oh my God, but I told everybody this is what I wanted to do. Now I don't. So now I'm shaming myself for doing that. Right. It's allowing yourself to try the things. Yeah. Whether what it is you love about it, what you don't how you grow within it, how you grow from it. So I love that. Exactly. You never know until you do it, right? Oh, and I love, I love what you bring to the space of coaching that create the creativity part. It reminds me of Elizabeth Gilbert's book, Big Magic, right? Which yes. I'm sure you've read it. It's a, oh yeah. It's a favorite of mine. It's a book for creatives. And, and yes. in it, she talks about something that you just mentioned about your mom and and I get it. I get it. As parents, you know, we, we want to make sure our kids can support themselves. It's a false limiting belief that anything that you have a passion for can't support you somehow. It doesn't mean right. that you don't supplement yeah. while you're figuring it out. But I do believe that we can do, we can choose to pursue any, any endeavor, business, whatever you want to call it something we love, our passion, and we can earn income from it. Yes, we absolutely can. And I know so many people who defy that starving artist icon, which I can't stand. No. And they're, you know, they're very making, they're millionaires, they're making six figures, they're making great money. So anything is possible. If you've got a true passion for it and you're resourceful and yeah, the sky's the limit. And that's why I'm so excited to have you here today because you have developed a, what do you call it? A five-step framework. Yes. To create your most abundant life. And it's, and it, and it is in grounded in believing it's grounded in belief. And, and I said that even in the introduction that, you know, if you keep telling yourself that ship has sailed, I'm too old, I'm too old. And let me just share with you right now, as I sit here talking to you, two hours before you and I sat here to record this podcast, I sat with 88-year-old Catherine Esty, a PhD, 88-year-old author of a book called 80-somethings, who has reinvented herself over and over again. She's not even it. finished yet. So when I tell you that this thinking ends today and it's going to end by Clarissa sharing with you like a framework for this. So get your pen yes. and paper, hit rewind or pause right now if you have to, to get a pen and paper, because I'm going to let you take it over 
And you're going to share this five step of paging your path framework. Yes. Thanks so much, Jody. And this yeah. is really what I have done throughout my life. This is what I have used with my clients to help them paint a new path. And it's simple, not always easy, but yeah. let me share all the steps with you. So number one is dream. Ugh. And Jody, I know you and I were into our vision boards. We bring them to life. And that's really where it starts is dreaming. As adults, I don't think this is something we do that often. We could definitely do more of this. Our imagination is one of the most powerful tools in our toolkit of life. Yeah. And it just starts with a dream. If there is something that you have been wanting to do, maybe it's write a book, maybe it's have your own art show or event, whatever it is, take the time to dream. Dream it. Dream it. Yeah. Do a vision board, journal about it and journal about it in the present. Like it is, it's happening. This is happening. And this is where you and I are totally connected. When you're dreaming, it's, it's think about when you were a kid, when you used to have dreams, like you could daydream. It's like, you can close your eyes. You could see yourself, you know, painting that picture. You could see yourself teaching that class. You can see yourself doing, playing in that yes. tennis match for your age group. You know, I play tennis. Right. So like, dream it. If you, dreaming it, seeing it. Yes. Dream it, see it. If you can, if you can see it in your mind, you can hold it in your hand. That's what Bob Proctor says. Yeah. You also, as you say, it's your imagination muscle. Yeah. It's your imagination muscle. Anything is possible. Anything is possible. The brain doesn't know what's real, what is not real. And so just have fun, just have fun and, and take a load off, make it just, wouldn't it be cool if I did this? Wouldn't it be fun if I did that and just have fun with it? So that's step one. Okay. Step two is decide. Okay. This dream that I have, this vision, it's getting done. It is, it is done. It is decided this is happening. And that's where I see people waver is they, they're just not all in. And you guys, you got to be all in. Probably fear plays a part in that, fear. you know, yes. and, which is normal. I mean, when you make a decision to go for mm -hmm. a dream, so much starts to doubt, like, oh my God, what are people going to think when I tell them that? Or how I can't really do that. Can I, or do I don't know yeah. enough with all that, right? Oh, all that. And we're going to, we're going to address that in a moment. So that is step two is decide. And okay. I get it. That fear can get in the way. And we're going to okay. talk about that in a minute. Okay, cool. Step three is to make a plan. And I think sometimes we can get caught up in here too. Like, oh my God, I have to know all the steps. No, I'm just going to tell you right now. You, you won't need, know. You won't, you won't know. know all the steps. Yeah, you won't know. You just need the very next step. Just need the very next step. What could you do? So let me just make that a little bit more tangible. Can you resource? Google is at our fingertips now. We did not have Google, you know, early in my life. And now there's so much information out there. So is it Googling something? Is it doing some research? Is it connecting with somebody who can potentially help you with whatever it is that you want to do? There's so much information out there to help you and support you. And it's just taking your vision and chunking it down into that very next step. Don't get caught up in 
all of the how, because that will just trip you up. So step three is to make a plan. Step four is be brave. So this is where the rubber meets the road. It's time to take action. Take that very next step in your dream and go for it. You know, whether it's sending an email, whether it's going live, whether it's doing the Google search and be in action. I had to, you know, and, and that's what I was going to say. Like when you make your plan, be brave is taking that inspired, courageous action. Yes. Um, be brave. And it's, and it can be just like reaching out for help, asking somebody. Yes. Asking somebody to, can I sit, you know, if maybe you want to be a teacher, can I sit in a class? Yeah. Watch what it's like to teach. You know, can I, how about spending a day mirroring, shadowing somebody? Right. Absolutely. And I like that. I like where you say that's where the rubber meets the road. Like you have to take, what, what will you do to take a step in the direction of your dream? I love that. Yeah. Yeah. It's taking that step because I love doing vision board workshops. And some people say to me, well, my vision didn't come to life. And I ask, what did you do to, to help make it a reality? So and you can't just sit in front of your board and 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 sit there with your Buddha and light the candles and okay, okay. it's coming through. No, yeah, it's about taking action. The vision board, as you and I both know, is about keeping your dreams front and center. So it's always in your yes. conscious and in your subconscious mind. And when you do that, it allows you to let go and focus on the next step. Be brave. Yes. Be brave. Yeah. And so after you take some action, the next step is to reflect and ask yourself, just ask yourself these two questions. Okay, what worked? What worked? What, hmm, maybe what didn't, what didn't go as planned? And what can, you know, and what can I do different next time? So we're not, we're not shooting on ourselves yeah, or anything no like shit. that. No judgment. It's just really taking a look at the facts. Okay. You know, I, I put out an offer for whatever, a class that I wanted to teach. Here's what worked. I had 10 people join. Fantastic. What didn't work? Hmm. Maybe I didn't promote it as much, for example, or something. But you're just doing some reflection on the action steps that you took. So, so those are the five steps of my framework. But at the foundation, there's two other pieces. And this is kind of talking about that fear that yes, I know we that have we to get. talk about it. Yes, because it's real. But you guys, if you can look at everything through the lens of a growth mindset, that is foundational. Because whether or not we realize it, we are the ones most likely stopping ourselves with these limiting beliefs, with these thoughts, with these, oh my God. I'm doing it right now as we're talking. I've been doing that. Yeah. And here I, I support other moms and not. So I'm just saying, you're, you're never over it. It's like, it's right. a, what do they say? What do they say? God, what do they say? New level, new devil. Yeah, new level, new <laughs> devil. So go ahead. So I love that. If you, if you can yeah. look at it as a through the lens of a growth mindset, define that for people who might not be in the world yes. of development, what yeah. that means. So, so Dr. Carol Dweck, I love, I love her book, Mindset. She also has a TED Talk. I forget the exact name of it, but... That will give you a great idea of what the growth mindset is. But quickly, it's, you know, you can either have a fixed mindset, which basically says, you know what, I am this way. I have a limited ability, limited knowledge, limited capacity. Like I'm bad at math. 
And then a fixed mindset says, I will basically says I'm bad at math. I'm always going to be bad at math mm. versus a growth mindset says, you know what? Math is not my favorite subject and I'm willing to work on it. I'm willing to get the feedback from the right people who can help me. I'm willing to, to say, you know what? I'm not there yet. Yeah. And, and that's really what it is, is just if you can look at it, not as a whatever it is, not as a definitive, I'm, I am this person right. in a box. Right. Because you're not. You're not. No. And, and I'll share a quick story, Jody, real quick. Please. So doing cash projections, doing stuff like that gives me the heebie-jeebies. Yeah. And I'm working with somebody specifically for that. Because that's a muscle that I get to build. And as much as it makes me want to hurl, like doing spreadsheets, I'm done saying I'm bad at math. Because how is that going to impact me down the line if I continue to have that belief? Right? It's interesting because I think this is a top, the math thing a lot. I, I know we're going to pigeonhole women, but I think it's a lot of, I work with a lot of money mindset coaches. I'm in the world of personal growth and development, being a coach myself. And money mindset and the mindset around numbers and knowing our numbers is something that women have blocks. Block. <laughs> right. I'm the same way. I'm married to a CPA. You can ask him. I'm like, I'm not good. And I'm not a math whiz by any means. And I struggle with numbers. But I now know that I, because I, I do, my mind just doesn't work in an analytical number way. Yes. And yet, and I love that word and, everybody start using and instead of but. You heard Clarissa do it. And yet, I can be kinder to myself and look at it. And where I struggle, I could say, explain that to me a different way. And my husband yes. explains it to me a different way. And I get it then. Right. But I, but I have to see it. I'm a visual person. I have to see it. Don't just throw it. Here's the case. I'll read an article that is riddled with statistics. I'm done. I, I, oh, forget, forget like, about it. I've lost, you've lost me after the temp, <laughs> not because they're boring, but because I don't process. So yes. it's not that you're not good. It's maybe how you learn, how you process, right. how you see things. So I love that. A hundred percent. Yes. Yeah. And again, anything is possible, right? Lens through, start looking through a lens of a growth mindset versus a fixed mindset. Yes. That will take you very far. And the other piece I want to add is just having a self-care plan because no matter what you're up to, whether it's a new chapter or trying something different, you can just work yourself up into a tizzy and stress yourself out, shut down. So always make time for self-care to just help you reset. And so that's the foundational work is taking care of yourself and adopting a growth mindset. So that's foundational work. That's like, and, and I say it's fun. It's so interesting because everything's about the foundation. How do you build your home of happiness? There's a foundation, your responsibility. So the foundation work to moving through your five-step framework to allow you to discover, you know, your most abundant life, whatever that looks and feels like for you is to shift from a fixed mindset to looking through life through a lens of a growth mindset and to develop a self-care routine. So talk a little bit, again, for those who might not be, it's such a big term, self-care. Right. So share some, what, what that could look and feel like for some. Yeah, great question, Jody. And it, it is so personal. And I think sometimes people, when they think of self-care, they're, 
they're imagining spending lots of money going to get massages and get manicures and pedicures. And if that is what you enjoy doing, do it, plan it out, budget it out. But self-care can also be, you know what? I'm just going to wake up, have my cup of coffee, sit outside for 10 minutes before I start my day. It could be as easy as that. For me, it's waking up and doing like five, 10 minutes of meditation. You don't need to be lying there for hours. It can just be whatever time you have just for yourself. To me, that is self-care and painting. Painting is my ultimate self-care. Whenever I get extremely stressed out or burned out, in a launch, typically, yeah. when that can happen well, sometimes. Well, a launch could do that to you. <laughs> right. It happens sometimes. And so it's like, okay, I need a break. I'm going to paint something. Listen. So that's part of my self-care. But it's really, it can just be whatever feels but good to never, you. Whatever just nature. has you. Breathe. Yes. Yeah, no, I get it. Because I, I love, I have the Calm app. I use the Calm. Yes, I have Insight Timer. That's what no. I use. And literally my alarm goes off. I lay there. I turn on the Daily Calm, which is 10 minutes. I don't even get out of bed. And I lay there for 10 minutes and I met, and then you're up and so you don't fall back. I mean, I feel no. like I'm in a, in a deep zone, but I'm not because I heard the message and then it's over and I'm up and I've done my meditation. But um, this time of year where it's lighter out later and the sun is rising, I love to do what you do. I have the sun rises the direction of my house, right outside my garage, my driveway. So what I do is I have a chair in my garage, the second bay in the garage. And I open the door and I have my coffee and I'll sit there and I'll watch the sunrise. Oh, I love like it. A few deep breaths, just a few deep breaths. Yeah. Yeah. So that's self-care. Self-care does not have to mean going to the Deepak Chopra retreat in San Diego to feel good at all. So right. And I love how you use painting for you. For me, I like cooking. Yeah. I like cooking. So that's when great. I'm really in a stress mood, I'll go to the market, I'll start by and I just spend like hours prepping my vegetables and just keep me busy. And that that's what gets me. So I love that. So, all right. So five-step framework again is dream, decide, be plan, Mm -hmm. be brave and reflect. Yes. Rewind this again and listen and break it down. And they could, I, I have ways you can connect with Clarissa below her website. You can find more about the the five-step framework and everything she does and her wonderful podcast, which um, I was lucky enough to be a guest on before I, I launched my own yes. podcast. So this is exciting. But you also have a resource. Uh, there's a link below, a resource to for our guests. It's called Painting Your Path Resource Guide. What what will that do for somebody if they yeah. want to that? So I was able to give you a high, like a high level of the framework. And this resource guide goes a little bit deeper. So there's actually questions you can ask yourself if you're in a quandary, like, hmm, what's next for me? You're, you Maybe you're not sure what your path is next. So that resource guide is going to just help you flesh that out a little bit more. Now, a lot of questions, questions can change everything. I, yes. I never understood the power of questions till I met my dear friend, Adina uh, Tovell, who is a founder of Courage to be Curious, is all grounded in questions. You would, oh my God, you would love it. Oh, nice. I'll share that with you later. All right. Yeah. All right, Clarissa, this is it. We have, we end every episode with a dare. I love your dare. Love it. So tell everybody what your dare is. So here is my dare for you. I dare you to the next time that you're outside, 
walk backwards. Walk backwards. There's research on the benefits of this. And if you can walk backwards on an incline, you're going to burn. I forget the the numbers. <laughs> Funny, forget the numbers. But there's I- there's research <laughs> on like how much more calories you can burn. And it's also I I chose this because I think we can just get so into a routine and I think there's so much benefit in trying new things, yeah. making new neuropathways. So walk backwards. That is my dare for you. And we have, you even gave us an article that shares why it's really, really good for you to do this. So we'll link yes. the article to the dare. And we want to, we want to give a disclaimer, do this in a safe location that you are familiar with. Go slow, no falling. And um, yeah, so your dare this week is to walk backwards in a safe location that you're familiar with and start with just 10 steps. Yes. And if you want to know why and why in the research banner, click the link to the article below. I love this here. And if you really are daring, have somebody videotape you walking backwards and come over to the Moms Who Dare Facebook group and post your picture and share your dare. We want to see you doing and embarking on these dares that all of our guests are offering to you because what we're grounded in, and Clarissa knows this, everything we do. From Moms Who Dare, Beyond the Nest, and All My Mindset and Happiness Coaching is all grounded in the concept of daring. Luann Kahn's doing the new. To get unstuck, open up your mind, your creative side of your mind, stepping out, just trying new and different things. And like you said, it could just be as simple as walking backwards. It doesn't have to be crazy stuff. So share yes. your dare. Share your dare. That's our dare. So Clarissa, thank you for joining. Oh my gosh, Jody. Thank you so much for having me. I would also like to know which of the five steps in the framework really resonated with you? Like, where do you see in those five steps that you could really hone in on and grow that step in Clarissa's five-step framework? Let us know, leave a review, follow us on social. We want to hear from you. And remember, we'll be back next week with another episode of Beyond Empty Nest. And as I always say, they're on. Thank you for listening to this episode of Beyond Empty Nest. Head over to jodysilverman.com for our full show notes, more information, and additional resources to support you through Empty Nest and Midlife. And if you've enjoyed today's show and are ready to embrace this midlife chapter, then you must take the Happy For No Reason quiz. When you take the quiz, you'll discover what your happiness set point is and how you can increase it and continue to strengthen it. This is just one key to navigating life transitions and discovering your most fulfilled and daring life. So go ahead, click the link below and take the quiz now. I'll see you next Thursday. Dare on.